Welcome to Lightsaber Radio, your weekly hive of scum and villainy. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the notification bell to join our live shows on Wednesdays and Saturdays, and feel free to leave us a comment. It means the whole galaxy. Today, we have a very special guest. He's been a regular in the chat, a huge supporter of my cosplay for a good time. Welcome to the show, Dylan. Hello. Hello. What's up, Dylan? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, guys, we are so enthused. Every time somebody's on, we're just, uh, it's all it is. Hey, it's always like nerve wracking at first. Just, just well, Kyle, Kyle's got a pretty, pretty good excuse. He's been yeah, Kyle's putting in some hours this week. But the rest of you, Dylan, it is a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank we you are guys so for excited. Me. I am excited. It's finally nice to put a face <gasps> to all the text messages. Yes, on it really yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> Especially the random like videos you send me at like midnight of like <laughs> the, like a bantha <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah, like a bantha. I I'm obsessed. I can't I can't stop. As is lightsaber radio tradition. Um, this week our hothbreaker. <clears throat> you're on a Star Wars stag night. It's a week before your wedding day. Where are you going, and who are you going with? <sighs> Oof. CJ. I already have the immediate answer. I'm going to yep. the sanctuary and I'm taking Boba Fett with me. Because I can Fair. I can see I can see him and that the, the the leader of that sanctuary just having fun together. That man will party so hard. Like Oh I... yeah. The man got a lizard up the nose and went on a freaking trip. <laughs> you telling me he doesn't like to have a good freaking spotchka? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Do some death sticks and party hard. Yeah. So we have to only pick one person? Oh. No, you can have multiple people. Like mm. uh, That's tough. That was a tough one. Or we could throw know. a party at John. What was the question? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> what, is, like, well, I don't understand. what is up with you guys today? Um, the question was, it's your Star Wars stag night. Where are you going and who are you taking with you? Oh, stupid. What's a stag night? Like a bachelor party. Oh, okay. No, a bachelor party. I'm so sorry. I don't know what like that you're going stag to the prom, which is alone. You're you're not going stag night. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Let me think about that. <laughs> um, Man, she gonna fly over. One of right. these days. Yes. One of these days, I am going to kill you. I'm going okay, to end your okay. existence. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I understand. Okay, now I, I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah, did you did you not have a bachelor party? No, they probably I, hung out at hey, home and so played video games. We planned a bachelor party. Uh, I got sick. Oh. So while they all went to the bachelor party, I was like, <laughs> they just left you. So they took me at the beginning, right? And so I was at the beginning of the bachelor party and I was like, guys, I can't do this. I gotta go home. Like oh. I was, it was pretty bad. And so I was like, you guys have fun. I'm, I'm out. 
that's when you just stop and all the boys come over and we kick it and like I BS was gonna say and... whilst that's so lovely and like genuine like generous of you oh my god your friends are terrible that's so unfair no they're not they're not <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally yes. I was like dude I just want to go to bed I feel terrible <laughs> I'm that's done. fair but yeah, Kyle, if you were if you were having a Star Wars bachelor party, where would you go and who would you take with you for that? I would one think big? I would take if I was having a bachelor party, I would take Darth Bane, Darth Maul, Alpatine. <laughs> and, That's a dark ass party. And that'd be amazing. Um, I think we would have it on the Death Star and we'd just blow up planets for like blow that one up, blow that one up, blow that one up. <laughs> that would be like the the the, the the, uh, the entertainment. Okay, I really like that. It's like, we're going to go planet shooting, guys. <laughs> that would be my bachelor party. I used to shoot planets all the time in my T-16. <laughs> Pop- I used to shoot planets all the time in my Death Star before they blew it up. <laughs> Dylan, do you have any thoughts and feelings? Yes, yeah, so honestly, I was just re-watching some scenes from uh, Attack of the Clones. So I would probably go to that that bar, that Coruscant bar, where Anakin and Obi-Wan find uh, Zan Wesley. And I'm taking Anakin and Obi-Wan, by the way. But Clone Wars, Anakin and Obi-Wan. You know, when the banter is is fresh. Mm. And oh, yeah. We're having, we're having a ball. Yes. Again, death sticks, drinking some spotchka. We're going all the way. It's going to be fun. <laughs> There's no coming back from this. There's no coming back. <laughs> you wake up on an entirely different planet, like, just... <laughs> <laughs> no memory, no recollection. No, no. You pop up like Finn in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Clone trooper helmet and all. You're like, what? <laughs> just, yeah, we're in this stormtrooper armor. Like, how did I get in this? Like, Where is this at? Like, how did it get it's like 40 years too soon. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, this isn't huh? So Chris said, Lando, Chewie, and Han, and we're hitting up to some, the gladiator yeah. piece on Geonosis, then hitting up the clubs on Coruscant. Ooh. Yeah. Right, yeah I feel fun. like that's probably the best answer. Just anywhere Lando or Han Solo would go. I trust him to panic I know because I feel like Han would get you in a skirmish because he's pissed everybody off in the galaxy. Lando's gonna hit on your girl that you're you've been hitting on all night. Chewie's gonna get no, so no, no, drunk no, no. He's you shouldn't be hitting you all night. anyone. It's your bachelor party. That's your last night of freedom. You're allowed to do stuff while your bachelor party. No, CJ, no, you're forgetting. Gotta bring on two. Lando and Yeah. Lando won't just hit on your girl, he'll hit on you too. Like that man has no shame. <laughs> and then Chewie, Chewie's gonna get everyone. so drunk, he's gonna be just petting you. Lando will end up, yeah. Ha- Lando, gonna, or gonna Lando drunk, will end up just sleeping with the stripper. Yeah. yeah. Nick said hitting the slot machines on Cano Bite with C3PO because he could tell him the odds. That's not a bad idea. You know what's up, though. That's actually a great idea. C3 people could probably count the cards for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's genius. That's genius. He won the battle. What's up, cardboard cutout? What up? What's up? since it would be about a bachelorette party, is that the is that the equivalent? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's the equivalent. Because it's it's yeah. in the UK, it's a stag night or a head. What do you call it? 
Hindu. I would like to see a stag sleep with a hen. I would really, I would pay money to see that. <laughs> In real life, I would pay so much money to see that. And it's it's usually large groups of very, very drunk women walking through town in extremely like short dresses with like cowboy hats on and like sashes and like straights. It's Bro. a whole culture thing. Dude, European bachelorette parties are way different than me- like yeah. America. Oh my gosh. Like, when I was in Australia, holy flip, these girls will go insane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is absolutely that there's like, there's strippers, Magic Mike, like, but no, I would no do, shame. I would go to, I would go to Coruscant, I would have all of the girls, Padme, I'd have Padme and all of her handmaidens, and we would go shopping, spend a load of money, and then get absolutely plastered at a bar, and then just, oh. Yeah, that get absolutely plastered at a bar together. That'd be brilliant. No, because it would be politics and clothing. That's oh no, 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 no! I would no, hate no, to be no. that hard. We we are talking. I want the details about Anakin Skywalker. I want every single detail. He wants to know why they call him the Chosen One. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> going back to these jokes. No. Do you ever bring uh, sand into the bed to see some excitement out of him? Oh. Uh, yes, everyone. <laughs> We know choking is on the table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still like curious, like, does he think 3PO's in bed with that hand kind of situation? Does he have to like sleep off the opposite side where it's the actual hand or like, I need to know. Like Like, a sleeve that goes over it to make it the same? Yeah, it's like, it's it's like, it's like a bed sleeve. It's like all soft, like, like sweatpants. You know what the bad thing about that is? The bad thing is that's what they used to show that it was previous time period because Luke had skin on his hand. Luke's hand looked real at first, but to make it go back and look like it was at a previous time and they didn't have that, they didn't put no nothing on his hand. So he didn't have no hand. He had the robot hand. That that was like, really? That's how y'all showed that? <laughs> That's how y'all showed it? Like we can look at it until it's better time period. Y'all digressed by the time I came. I mean, by the time Luke came, y'all, the, the empire, everything had digressed, it, it digressed everything. He puts a glove on. He's got uh, that going on, going for him. <laughs> Cardboard cutout cosplay. I'm so sorry that we missed your comment. You said that you would go to the Moss Eisley Cantina with Han, Luke, and Chewie for some good old jizz music. Yes. <laughs> I, Cindy. I mean, I'd step up from Moss Eisley and I'd go to the the sanctuary place with, with the toilet. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Sydney's comment though. There's no excitement with sand in the bed. It's just erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> I'm sorry, this doesn't happen to me, but there's sand everywhere. <laughs> so today's topic, I wanted to discuss the, the the things, the worst scenes that y'all think that was in the Star Wars films. Just scenes that just like made you just cringe. Like, why did they put this in there? And since we are on the discussion of sand in Star Wars, Yes. That is the worst, one of the worst scenes ever. That was the worst pickup line you could ever say in the history of time. (laughs) That way it was terrible. They should have cut that whole scene out of the movie. That way it was terrible. It was just so like, oh, this is just bad. Why would you even? The way he looked at her scared me. (laughs) I'm gonna put you in a dungeon kind of look. Like you put the lotion on the skin kind of crap, you know? Like, (laughs) 
having like having like sort of the kind of there's been like a prequel renaissance per se um this huge kind of influx of people just falling in love with them again a lot of people choose to interpret it that what he's actually saying is i don't like san i i hate the place that i came from and i hate where i've been but you are so soft and so beautiful and so just incredible and i don't want any of where i've come from all i want is you and it I'll comes out as this awkward, uncomfortable, weird teenager, because he's just a teenager. He doesn't know how to talk to girls. That's Bro, a whole girl like, in front of him. That's a whole pretty nice smelling lady in front of him, and he has no clue what to do. No he's been, clue. He's, yeah, I think he's been raised since he was nine years old to believe that, you know, attachments are forbidden and attachments he are He was people. raised in a cult. Exactly. Crazy, crazy. Oh, hey, you get with that girl over there, boom, you're going evil. So, well, they weren't wrong. Regardless. So, to grow up I in that have... environment and then all of a sudden be like, hey, I'm, I have these feelings and I can't explain them. I'm trying to rationalize them as best as I can, but it's not working. <laughs> no. But to it's, agree it's with Kyle, the silence it of the lambs moment. It, it would be fine if he wasn't gazing at her like he wants to eat her whilst also really gently yeah. touching her. It was arm. the smile was what was it weird. Was the... This is like a stalker or something. Yeah. Like, how do you look yeah. like that? Like you look like he you're looks like he's through the window. <laughs> he looks like he's looking through the window like yes. every night, <laughs> And what my biggest you problem man. is Padme really fell for it. She was like, Oh, that was so sweet. Like nobody no woman would say that. They'd be like, You creep, get away from me. She what are you talking that, about? He says any of this in he says any of this on Coruscant, immediate restraining order. Immediate. So off the back of this, one of my worst scenes, and like Nick and I talked about this, when Anakin is sat on the bed in his room with Padme and he is whining about how he's not been made a Jedi Master and Padme just sits there and takes it. No woman that I know would sit there and listen to her partner be that much of a whiny baby. Uh. It's so ridiculous. Like he just doesn't stop and she's there like, okay, that's all right, babe, don't you worry. <laughs> stop, stop enabling him, stop. <laughs> a coddling. The coddling is yes! so real with her. It's the, it's the, it's okay. You can be whiny and upset. It's fine. It's not really a problem that they didn't make. It's okay. <laughs> also, Padme eating that piece of CGI pear. If I could remove <laughs> one scene from Star Wars, <laughs> that cut that entirely. Awful, horrible, so uncomfortable, so unnecessary. <laughs> and I love that he's got to explain himself. Like, just... oh, Obi Wan would be so mad if I was doing this. Like, uh, what is the purpose of being able to use the force if the Jedi say you the can't use thing, the force? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't get that. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? They ain't you supposed to use the force? You're a Jedi. Uh, <sighs> I guess I guess they're coming at it from the idea of misusing the force and like using it for your own personal gain, sort of. Oh, moving yeah, like, a pair is personal gain? Damn. <laughs> How, like dare I I help out. How dare I? How dare I? You're trying to on somebody, okay? And you're like, hey, what yeah. makes me think from these other guys? I can levitate things with my mind. <laughs> why, David, why? Play, that, calm that down. <laughs> now it's floating, and I'm gonna pass it to you. He lifted that pair to lower that dress. All right, Garrison, what's your what's your favorite <laughs> what's your what's your favorite worst scenes in Star Wars? <laughs> and like, so I did like each episode, my least favorite part of each episode. Yeah. But so like in episode one, either the part where they meet. Um, a flipping stupid Gungan who I'm not even gonna name. They should have just let him get run over by the thing. Why did Qui Gon save him? <laughs> yes. like, that, so that's the worst scene because it had the potential to be the best scene. 
and it was a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or now this is pod racing. It, no, like, no, 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 no. You start pod racing when you normally no, no, no. do it. No, no, no. no, no. Listen, what? You, you, when you normally just do it. It sounds way better. That one kind of sounded like you were oh. trying to get in that child's voice. When you just say it, yeah. it's really accurate. Now this is pod racing. Is that better? Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's the one I know. Either way, KK, just the pod racing scene was a little long and him blowing up the whole thing was a little, okay, but whatever, that's fine. Jake Lloyd's acting isn't the best. I hate when he's in the little speeder at the end and he goes, yippee, shut up. <laughs> spitting that's a good trick <laughs> um, like the kid is adorable for the first half of the movie and for the second half i just want to deck him i just i want to kick him yeah. into space <laughs> but yes please tell us more uh, episode two yeah the love scenes for sure that's just awkward three um Misa, give emergency powers! <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's two. Yeah, that's the Is end of episode two. That's two. Oh, you're right, you're right, right. Okay, okay. It was um, right before the clones attacked on Geonosis. Yeah, three, three is a perfect three. movie. There's nothing wrong with three. three. Yeah, three is a perfect movie. Uh, Absolutely no criticism. Nothing you can make fun of in that nope. movie. Nope. I don't know. No, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. I, I, I think the, I think the, wait, the, the meddling on, on Mustafar in the beginning, his look, like it was menacing, but it kind of looks like, it's like, hey, you're her boyfriend, but I'm the stalker. Well, how dare you talk to her kind of look. It was like, like that, no. that was how I took that. The worst scene in Revenge of the Sith is when Anakin and Obi-Wan are facing each other and they spin their lightsabers at each other for a stupid amount of time. They don't touch. They don't even touch. That was perfect. It was intimidation. It was psychological warfare. Get out of here, Charlie. They're both at the same time. It was a who's going to strike first kind of thing. It's a saber measuring contest. It was a pissing pissing contest. The worst part of that movie was when Anakin says, if you are not with me, you are my enemy. That was like, I did not believe that at all. Like, dude, I don't believe you. I do not believe you. You're about to get your ass whooped. Like this, that was not believable. Like the way they did it was not believable. (laughs) It was just so fake sounding. It was like, they did not seem realistic. Like what, what did he just say? Like I had to rewind it. Like did I hear that right? Cause that's not- my new empire. Your new empire. Whole, like <laughs> they have to keep the acting the same. You you can't yes. you can't make it better. You can't have him do better. You got to do the same acting you did in the beginning. I don't oh. care. So when oh, with that scene on Mustafar, I, I want to defend that for a second. Only because think about it like this: Anakin is just saying whatever he is thinking in that moment. He doesn't believe the words he's saying. That's why it sounds so shallow. But he's believed, well, shoot, I've done all this thing. I've just choked my wife to death. You know, I'm standing face to face with my, you know, former best friend. The guy's like a brother to me. And, you know, he's like, hey, dude, you just murdered kids. Like, everyone <laughs> oh, yeah, he ever did. noticed. With pride. <laughs> and you killed them. And he's just like, well, I mean, I gotta, gotta follow through now. Gotta seize it through. That was one of the best scenes <laughs> ever. Oh, I, I don't it. care what nobody it's says. When- when that lightsaber came on with them kids standing there, that was the one of the best scenes that ever was in the Star best Wars. Scene. That was yes. the best scene ever. So I think, I think the worst scene, the worst scene is when Obi-Wan tells Padme, he's like, I saw a security hologram of him. 
That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. Because he's almost laughing. And I love it. I love it. But that's probably yeah. the worst scene if we had to pick one. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right. Um, Episode four. I... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charlie. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Sorry. Bro, episode four, the Luke Skywalker and Leia kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You just forget about that one. <laughs> Only time it really made it bad. Only time it really made it bad is after you found out that they were brother and sister. Because now oh, yeah, every time you see it, you just cringe like, oh, God. It's, oh. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But it ruins um, the rewatchability. <laughs> episode five. When, when, okay, Darth Vader, he says, no, I'm your father. And Luke's response is like, no, that's impossible. Yes. It's just like really cheesy. And like... Mark Hamill's overacting is yeah, too much. Yeah. Well, I like when he does it now, like, like when he scares people, like when they're doing that scene and he like comes up from behind them and he's like, he sounds way better doing it now than he did when he first did it. We were like 12 when that? he first did it. So yo, he's, not, he's matured he's not now. It's just the voice. It's the faces that he oh, makes. It's the... terrible. Oh. It looks like he's pooping himself. Uh, like wow, it's bad. <laughs> so it's a straight constipation face, like too much. Episode six, probably the Ewoks. Some of the stuff with the Ewoks was a little too much. Hey, hey get out, on. get out. Just a little get too out. much. How <laughs> they're they're throwing rocks at the stormtroopers and killing the stormtroopers. Okay. Like I wish they would have like I like the Ewoks. Terrible. But it's a little too much. The whole yeah. battle was terrible. A bunch of little it's furry. A little too much. A bunch <laughs> of little furry. <laughs> Furry little bears whooping these highly trained soldiers with blasters, and they just using sticks and so, rocks. Come on now, like I, I was like, what the hell? Where this guy wrote this thing? It's literally the 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 PTSD of the encounter on Endor. It's literally a stormtrooper's accounts of how it scares the hell out of him to think about Ewoks. <laughs> They're all scared of Ewoks. Like, oh, yeah, what are these little things? Oh my god! Oh, we're gonna all Battlefront die. Battlefront Two really makes it seem scary, though. Like if you play Battlefront 2 so and you play the Ewok so fun. It is so fun. <laughs> it's scary though because you'll be in the middle of it and your flashlight shuts off and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And especially when you're alone and you can't see anything, you're, it's 10 times worse. Or they use the horn. Oh, especially man. because people who play as the Ewoks are so good. Okay, no, wait, 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 wait. We gotta go. Okay, this seems like a great place to hear from today's sponsor. Do you want to live in a galaxy that is safe and secure? A galaxy free of war and tyranny? A truly free galaxy? Then enlist in the Empire's armed forces. You will get to travel the galaxy, see amazing worlds, meet different species, get the training you need to be a positive member of galactic society. All you have to do is go down to your local recruitment office and sign up. The Empire needs people like you. This message was approved by Emperor Palpatine. None of the statements above are true and the Empire takes no responsibility if you are killed during an occupation of a planet to enslave its people and conquer its inhabitants. Join at your own risk. We, we gotta go back. It just popped in my head. We gotta go back. The worst scene in three was when Darth Vader is at the end of it. He's like, no! And everything's crushing. <laughs> that shit is just stupid as hell. Like, Y'all could have left that out of there. Y'all didn't need to put that in there. Y'all could have just left I it alone. Like Nick raised that in the chat, and I just, it, I, I can't, it's burned into my brain, and it's so oh, unnecessarily yep, right, dramatic. Nick, Nick, I'm sorry, that's that's no. my ultimate, like, least favorite scene, and he just said it, the Jocasta new library scene. Like, that's a slap, like, I'm gonna slap you, shut Hate up, her. somebody deleted this. Uh -huh. Hate her. <laughs> if it's not in the archives, it's, uh, shut up. You obviously right, don't pay seven. attention. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alright, episodes... Oh, Fred we're on episode Lightly. 7 now. All of it. Did you do episode 6? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did episode 6. You okay. Yes. Episode 7. Mm, let me think. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Oh, oh killing off Han Solo. They killed him off a little early, I think. Yeah, fair. Which, I guess that's not, like, terrible. I just feel like episode episode 7 was just, a, like, a remake of 4, so it was just a little bit, like... It absolutely is, like, a, a shot for shot. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like it, a reboot, like they, not There a... was less, less risk, less reward, so it was, like... Mm. Um, let's see. Episode... Yeah, I'd probably just go with that. I don't know. And, yeah. The Last Jedi is definitely the casino scene. It's terrible. Oh, I thought that was funny, that. though. No, take it out. For me, um, it's when Kylo Ren stands in front of Rey and goes, you're worthless, you're nothing, but not to me. Why is he negging her? Oh, that's true. Why is he, why <laughs> is he some negging her? There's right there. It's, yeah, that's yeah, true. It's, it's straight gaslighting. It's like, you're not going to be anything without me. You better watch out. Like, My, shut the hell up. You crybaby emo bitch. <laughs> in in a the, the 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 worst scene was when Luke Skywalker dies. That's the they, they just oh. it was just yeah. the worst scene ever because he just, he just he just <laughs> wakes up he wakes up from the little teleportation trance and then he just like he starts to lean over and then he just disappears like what the hell what, what, what is going nah, on it was dumb that was just it was terrible it was like dude this is just like or. With him and Kylo is fighting, and he just moving out the way at the lightsaber, like, yeah, okay, uh-huh, duck, uh, okay, like, that was just like, what are you doing, man? Like, at least fight back, like, because you didn't know at the first that it was a, a projection, so I was like, dude, fight back, like, what are you doing? Why are you just moving? Like, do um, something Jedi-like, you know? It just, it was just, yeah. Okay, can we all agree all of Seven was just terrible? Or, or was just, yeah, flipping Leia <laughs> just terrible. Chris... Leia flying. Yes, yes, yeah. Leia flying oh through God. space. No, no, oh no, no. Oh my gosh, I don't care. Wait, the only I person that can do that, that is dead. The only person that was able to do that because he had a mask was damn Plo Koon. You can't just, no, no. Also, Carbo Cussell has an excellent point. Sorry, Dylan, how can we not talk about Ben Swolo? I did not need to see buff Man, nipply that, Kylo boy, Ren yo, in the middle no, of The Last Jedi. You can tell he was a Marine. Like, um, he, he had the stature, he had the- best scene in the movie. That's the yeah, but Ray's just that like. <laughs> we, we know how you really feel, huh? Yeah, that's the eye candy. What are you talking about? Hey, if we're going for eye candy, AI candy, why is he the one that's topless? Because <laughs> it's PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> they can't put they can't put Ray topless on there. Then it's not PG thirteen no more. If Daisy Ridley got that's a different out in a Star Wars that's film, bro. <laughs> if Daisy Ridley got her boobs out in a Star Wars film. It would redeem sure, the entire has, rest know. of the movie. Um, her really? first TV performance was as a corpse on a show called Waking the Waking Waking. Oh, but I don't want to see a TV dead scene. body. Is, yeah. <laughs> He's not a necrophiliac. Even if she, no, 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 no. Okay. Chewie was. That's topless, right. Chewie yeah. was that's topless. That's a good point. Yeah, Chewie was topless. Ah, boy. Okay. He just had that party sack around his shoulder. Episode nine. Oh. Okay. There's a tie for first place. Either one, they fly now? Come on, dude, really? Uh, like, really, yeah. they fly now? We've been seeing people flying for the past, like, 50 years, like, plus longer. Like, you're not surprised? Like, just the- Jetpacks oh, have been bad. a thing for a very long yeah. time. They fly now? 
yeah dude really that's that's shocking like <laughs> um so either that one or what's your name ray who ray skywalker no no i'm just i've got a different one for that one for nine my least favorite scene is when ray and kylo ren kiss but not for the reason you think not for the reason you think i'm mad because he died afterward i wish they both lived because if you think about it, we've done the whole villain redeems himself at the last minute thing and then dies. I would have loved to see like maybe a Disney Plus show of Kylo Ren or Ben going through and redeeming and righting his wrong. Mm. I feel like that would have been a great, a great series. A lot of missed opportunity there, in my opinion. Right. I just thought the whole thing, she saves him and he saves her and like, what was the point of that? And like, oh, somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, that was probably the worst scene in the movie, somehow. Mm -hmm. Okay, the beginning. The two, <laughs> the two things, I only got two things out of all the movies that just like, is just etched in my brain forever that I can't get rid of. The look on Ray's face when Kylo is holding her with the force and she's holding the gun, she got that scrunched up look on her face. Like, it's just disturbing. Like, it's so disturbing. Like, she's just like, eh, it, 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 like it's etched in my brain. Like, I have dreams about that damn face. I look at it, it's like a nightmare. It's just terrible. Like, oh my God, you just, why would you make that face? Like, you could have just been like, you know, any you face found, other than that face. And the then. times in cosplay, I've done that face when someone's pointed a camera at me, grabbed my blaster and gone. And the second, the, the next one was the Kylo Ren stopping the, the blaster bolt. Like, to me, that is the dumbest thing. No Jedi, no Sith ever in the history of time has ever been able to stop a blaster bolt. Not even Vader. Vader had to block it with his hand. He couldn't stop it with the force. Like, I was like, and then when they're walking by and they're doing, when the stormtroopers are dragging a, a, a pole across and he looks back and he's looking at it like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, it just looks so fake. Like, oh my God, this looks terrible. This is like this, y'all could have just took that out. Like he blasted, Kylo Ren could have just moved out the way and let the blaster go by and kill somebody else or something like that. Them two scenes are like just etched in my head for like all of history. I can't get rid of them. No matter how hard I try. I even deleted it. I cut it out of the movie so I don't have to see it when I watch the movies now. <laughs> my copies i cut it that them two scenes out i don't even have the two scenes in the movie i know what happens i don't need to see it. that's my two worst wow. things ever in star wars and they all happened in the same movie so it was really bad like why did it have to happen in the same movie because other than that i kind of like i, I kind of like the movie so you know what i'm saying that's not my favorite movie but i i, I don't mind watching except for those two scenes ah. I think that I've gone through all of the ones. Oh, the last one for me. This is probably going to be a bit controversial. Um, Attack of the Clones, the sweeping shots of the clone troopers, like the, the kind of full establishing shots of the army. I hate it. It does look good. So, because it, is, because it is pure CG, there isn't a shred of practical in that anywhere. It's so jarring compared oh. to the human and real aspects that we've seen throughout the rest of the film. Like Yoda, I can excuse, but God, it just doesn't look... Ugh. They could have literally just, if they wanted to do that shot, they could have literally just hired the whole 501 and just had them mm -hmm. all come out there and stand there and mm -hmm. gave them the armor and just said stand there. And they'd have had enough people to fill the, the, oh, they would to fill the point. Especially, especially doing it in California, you have at least 16 chapters in the LA region alone. You would have had more than enough. You would have had probably two, three different battalions. Uh, they could have done, done it I'm, in real life. 
They used the oh. 501st for the sequel movies. Yes, because they looked at it and thought that was smart. They used it for The Mandalorian, too. That's where I was going to go a... today. After I got done with the show, I was going to go to the... Uh, they're having the 70th... Um, the 70th Battalion, whatever it is. 70th, 70th Garrison thing at the Mizzou um, Sports Arena. Their basketball charity is today. Hey, one hey. before. There's only one of me. <laughs> yeah, there is only one Garrison. <laughs> Uh, what about Rogue One or Solo? I don't, look at those because I don't think there's anything wrong with Rogue One. Rogue One was perfect. Um, Solo, Solo, the only thing that was like a scene that they could just took out of Solo was, I would have to say was the, I didn't like the um, Chewie Solo fight in the mud thing. I didn't like that. It just was, I love the deleted scenes where it's a lot more in depth and there's like a lot more to it. It the just, fact that like, they cut it and cut it and cut it and cut it and cut it to the point well, it where it just seemed too fake to me. It seemed yeah. like, like, dude, this this is a Wookiee against this little scrawny dude. Like you, like the same thing I had with the problem with the Book of Boba Fett. It's like, dude, you would die. There is no way you're fighting a Wookiee. You're going to die. Like, and he survives. <laughs> and like, like he's literally Chewbacca is like running him into the pole. Like, dude, you would be crushed. Like, you're dead. And it just it just it just seemed too fake to me. It was like, dude, this is not realistic to me. Like I seen like Chewbacca rips people's arms off. You know what I'm saying? Especially <laughs> like, in the movie too, he does it. He rips the Pike's arms off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, there's no way you're surviving this. Like, and it just it just looked way too fake. That was one scene that I think that they could have they could have like did differently or just took out and just had them like he helped like they could have if it was me and I was the director instead of them fighting I'd have had him drop him in there and then being like I know they was trying to build up suspense and all that you know trying to you know oh they gotta fight and then that's you know then he saves them or whatever the, the, the suspenseful aspect because when they drop him in there and Chewbacca's like in the background and he's <laughs> like oh shit I'm about to get killed and they haven't fed him and all this like uh, like really I, I haven't ever heard of a Wookiee eating people but okay but I think they could have made it different where they dropped him in there. He's like, hey, man, I can get us out, man. You're, you're a big Wookiee. Hit this thing or, you know, something. They, they could have figured out some other way to do it. And I just didn't like the scene. But that was the only scene in Solo I didn't like. Um, in Rogue One, I I understand, like, now that it's part of the story and it's a whole kind of metaphor and, and everything. But I hate that the two characters died at the end. Like, they just, they sit on the beach, they have a little kiss, and then they burn to death. And I just... What were they supposed to do? <laughs> Thank you, Garrison. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they were supposed to do, Garrison, but not that. That was a hell of a you scream. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's because if you scream loud enough, you get magically saved. That's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> if their love was as strong as Kylo and Ray's, I... they would have lived. Hey, exactly. I really dislike the Ray and Kylo romance. I hate it. I do not support Raylo. I do not support the kiss. I do not like their romance or relationship. It's disgusting it's and disgusting. unnecessary. And it's toxic. It is disgusting. It's, it's so toxic, toxic and horrible. But so is also, Anakin and Padme. Is what you talking about? In the books, they That's describe it as kill a platonic kiss. Her. And yeah, Anakin literally murdered children. Actually, Rogue One. No, I've never had a platonic kiss. Anything that has to do with uh, Cassian, I don't like anything. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't want to see the TV show. I don't like that dude. Thank He's just you. annoying. I do not like him. Period. He's just a creep. I just I like to know more about the Rebel Alliance and like what goes on behind closed doors because we don't really get that a lot. I can care less what happens in Andor. I just oh, want yeah, to see my... the behind the door stuff, like. My mistake, Chris. They don't kiss. They nearly kiss. They sort of, they have like a moment, but then they die. Sorry. <laughs> I just, like, 
I don't like that dude. Like that dude just, he just, I don't know. I, and I'm a bad guy. I like the bad guy. I'm, I'm, I usually lean more to the bad guy type of people and I didn't like him. It was like, I, don't, I like a bad guy, but I like a blunt bad guy. You're bad. Everybody knows you're bad. Not the good, good, good guy. Bad guy playing the good guy. That's really a bad guy. Just playing the good guy. It, I didn't like all that. It was just weird. It, 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 it made me feel uncomfortable. I wanted to punch him in the face. Like if I seen you, I would kill you. You know, so um, you better be glad that I'm not in Star Wars because I would just, you're a snake. I don't like snake people. I don't like, I don't like all that manipulation crap. Like, I don't like that all shit. Of, all of the scenes with Dryden Voss, I didn't think it was a very good character. And like, I love, I, I love, I love Paul Bettany. I am obsessed with everything that that man does. But Dryden Voss, I just don't think, especially because there were issues with the prosthetics and like how he was supposed to look and it was all like reshot. Unfortunately, Solo is a fantastic movie. I love it to pieces, but... I love Dragon Ball. I think Paul Bettany killed it. I think... Oh, no, absolutely. I His performance he, was terrible. He what he was given. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you got to think, they went through three different directors. So yeah. he had three different looks before he even got to <laughs> even yep. play his role. I hate the fact then that they brought Maul in the very end and then they didn't have a number two to have Maul come back. Like That's the thing. That's why everybody's pushing for a number two because we want to know more about that whole that whole syndicate and have her going to Dathomir to see Maul. Like, I want to see Maul on Dathomir. Like, the last time we saw Maul on Dathomir, he was getting his legs done. Like, that's the last time, un unless if we read the comics and the books. There's a scene in Rebels where he goes to Dathomir with Ezra. Yeah, yeah but I'm talking about live action ones. Like, that's true. I, we have not seen Dathomir in live action, and that would be amazing just to have that, just that moment alone. Her showing up on Dathomir, Maul standing there in front of, you know, an empty, well, that would be a empty cool. palace. That would be cool to be, you know, be able to bring the Night Sisters in. I mean, oh, really, yeah. other than just them being brought up in mm. in dialogue, to have them actually in, you know, live. I want to see a centric, uh, a Ventress in live action. I think that that would be dope. I can't oh, like. I so hope that they figure out a way to bring Ventress into live action. I think Ventress was still one of the best characters. Her storyline was one of the best character plots that there was in the Clone Wars. So I would love to see her in live action. I got a bad scene to mention that, that nobody really seems to talk about from Phantom Menace. And this is just a personal gripe of mine. But the scene where they're having dinner with Anakin and his mom. <laughs> oh yeah, that was terrible. And, and solely for one reason. I think, I think the scene itself is good. It establishes the character as well. But Jar Jar flicking his tongue out to like disgusting. And just the fact that Qui-Gon touches it and holds it for a prolonged amount of times gives me an A. And then also Yoda. Yoda CGI in Phantom Menace was not good. He just he said they've just like... brought the puppet back. Exactly. Frank Oz did amazing with it. Oh, I don't care. Like they should have just did puppet Yoda all the way through. Like, don't get me wrong. We wouldn't have had that cool scene in Revenge when he's killing the 501st, but Come on. Well, Yoda charge, charge. a like inverse of Palpatine where neither <laughs> of them use lightsabers and they both just like are so powerful in the force they can just like wreck people without having to pull a lightsaber. Mm. <sighs> Star Wars has really been such a journey for all of us. We love it. We love to hate it. We hate it. <laughs> I wouldn't Star say I hate it. I just say, you know, you're never going to, there's no such thing as perfection. So yeah. you're not going to get nothing that's perfect. And yeah. overall, like, with all the movies, I think that they did the best with the, with the, with what they had to work with. You know, 
it, it's kind of hard to perfect, you know, or even get even close to perfection when you're dealing with people in Disney saying, oh, you can't do that. You can't do this. You got to do this. Oh, we, we want you to do this because we know that that works to make money. I mean, we all know everybody in Star Wars, all Star Wars fans know at this point that, you know, the last three movies were money grabs. They weren't really pushed forward for a, a, a overall storyline. You don't change directors on a trilogy. You don't, there's certain things. You don't change your writers because there are different writers in all three of the movies. You don't do, you just don't do that stuff when you're dealing with a, with something that is big as Star Wars. And that's where a lot of the complaints come from. It's just, you know, it was just bad management and it has to do with Disney. And we all know that. That's why I don't like, you know, I, I don't care for the or the, the the sequel trilogy as much as I do for the prequel and the original trilogy, but it's still Star Wars to me. I'm still gonna watch it. It's like the Book of Boba Fett. We're one out of three, but I'm still gonna watch every episode. Andor. I can't stand Casey or Cassian or however you say his damn name. I can't stand that dude, but I'm still gonna watch it. The Star Wars. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it's just You're gonna watch it out of spite. <laughs> Cause hopefully it's a better story than the book of Boba Fett because right now they're not doing a really good job but that's you have to deal, deal with people it's going to 180 Kyle I, I can feel it well if they keep going one thumbs. good one bad one good one bad you know then if they're going in the, in the order that they're going in seven's going to be terrible you know what I'm saying because seven's the odd number all the odd number ones suck so you know they, they, they might, they might want to switch it up real quickly here but it's just, you know, we have to look at the thing that regardless of the situation, over Kathleen Kennedy, there's Disney. Disney owns Star Wars, and Disney is still putting in their two cents on what is being done. We and know Disney is the we yeah. know Disney is the, the the slasher in the in the movie. We know that. That's just that's that's what it is. And we just have to accept that and just be happy that we're getting Star Wars at all. Because you know, hey. Like I tell you guys, you guys didn't have to. Yeah, Disney could have bought it and just stopped any production yeah. whatsoever. They could have bought that so Straight they up. didn't have a competitor. Because George could have been like, yeah, I'll sell it to you, yada, yada, yada. They did like season seven of Clone Wars and then they finished this trilogy and just stopped all together. Like they could have been like, yep, they we're done. Stopped. They should have stopped there. <laughs> hey. No, because then we wouldn't have the Mandalorian or the Bad Batch. And the Mandalorian and the Bad That's Batch true. were both pretty good. They just ain't did too good on. Uh, the book of Boba Fett so far. We have yeah. four more. Yeah, okay, then I have they should have stopped after reason. Mandalorian. <laughs> no, I. That's the thing. Well, like, this is the thing. We don't know what's going to happen on season three of the Mandalorian. They could come out with season three and just destroy the, the the whole you know the whole Mandalorian. I mean, it could come out and just be terrible. We don't know. Right? The only why thing that really makes me mad is when people sit back and they say. And I know it's true that John Favreau wrote all these. John Favreau said he wrote the, all the book of Boba Fett, and it's just terrible. Like, what were you? What the hell were you writing? Why? What were you thinking when you wrote this down? Well, who are you catering well, probably, to when you wrote like, this crap down? Honestly, I feel like when he wrote this, <clears throat> sorry, I think there was a lot more depth into it. And then you have Robert Rodriguez and Disney kind of just like, hey, we know we gotta we gotta keep it like this. We gotta do it like this. And we have well, to make sure it's appropriate. No, anyway. do what Favreau says. It'll be an amazing thing. Look at Mandalorian. Anyway. Favreau, he, Favreau's already—he's ah. went back and he's already said that he—he—he he, he stands behind his writing. He wrote this. This is how, and everybody will be surprised at the end because. But you got to also understand if you look at all of his other 
other movies and stuff like that, the surprise is always at the ending of the movie. Yeah. So and that's that what true. makes the movie okay is the surprise at the end. No, I want to see. I want a full good story during the whole movie. Don't like lack the story during the movie and then give me something real exciting at the very end Kyle. to lead me on to the next part. I don't want that. I want a good story the whole way through. And it's not hard to write a good story the whole way through. I've read many of books and listened to many of books. It's a good story all the way through from front to back. So it can be done. But you also got to look at the situation. This is not the only thing that they're writing. They're going back and forth between multiple different projects writing. And it makes it very hard to keep up when you're trying to do multiple different projects. It's, it, I know from experience, I'm dealt, I deal with it every day. When you're dealing with multiple different projects, it's very hard to keep up and be like, okay, this is do this here and make sure I'm doing this right. You, you get lost and stuff. And then sometimes other things bleed over into other things and you're like, oh man and it's too late by the time it's, you already filmed it now you ain't gonna go back and waste three months to film a whole nother a whole nother season or a whole nother episode you just gotta let it play out and just hope that you know fans enjoy it do we have do we have a what if this week do we have a what if this week yes we have a what if what this week let me see let's go okay it only takes one decision to decide the direction of the galaxy a decision that will influence the outcome but if that decision went the other way, reality as we know it would change forever. The galaxy would be on a different course. Things that have happened would cease to exist. A new narrative would be etched into creation. So we are going to analyze those other possibilities. When we ask, what if? What if? <laughs> the Mandalorians won the Mandalorian War. How would Star Wars be right now? Which war? Ooh, the Mandalorian on. War. Well, you gotta think there's a there's been a lot with them. They've had the Mandalorian Sith War, they had the Mandalorian Jedi War, they had the We're talking the about Civil Mandalorian War. versus the Republic. The one is called the Mandalorian Wars. Okay, um The one that okay. Revan blew up their planet. What if they would have killed mm -hmm. Revan? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, what if they would have killed <laughs> Revan and what if they would uh what if they would have won that war? How would things have been right now? Uh can I go first? Because I honestly yeah. this is my thing. This is this is, this is not a topic this I'm first in, so you guys have the floor. CJ, go ahead. They would have thrived. They would have they would have taken out Revan, they would have went back to Coruscant and taken their home planet back, and then they would have just planet hopped and took out anybody that opposed them. And just, everybody would be a Mandalorian. It would just be really cool to see a- Hold on, no, no, no. But, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you got a rebuttal, I gotta hear it. You got me to stop, okay. I wanna hear this. Right after the Mandalorian War, Revan finds out about that Sith Empire, that's been planning and waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect time to make themselves known and attack the Republic. If the Mandalorians would have won, I don't think the Mandalorians would have stood a chance against the Sith Empire. Mm. Ooh, I can see that in a way, but if you look back into Legends and you listen to the Mandalorian history, the Mandalorians aligned themselves with the Sith because they couldn't stand the Jedi, but the Sith did the right. Mandalorians dirty. So mm -hmm. I feel like the of the Sith wouldn't be bad until they do them dirty. I think they could coincide, and then the second the Sith wanted to take over the rest of the galaxy, then we'd have another war. Well, you gotta remember, too, that when the Mandalore was fighting, when, when Revan killed the Mandalore, that's when he found out that the Mandalore was in, was under the control of the Sith. He was under control. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, if you Dylan. think about it in that sense, and the Mandalore would attack the Republic, he would have sent the Mandalorians to 
attack the rest of the Republic, and then the Sith would have just came in and they would already been in control because they was already in control of the yeah. Mandalore. They were control of the Mandalorians. Dylan, do you so, yeah, so I don't I don't know a whole lot about legends, especially this era of legends, but when it's technically comes, none of this is legends now. This is all canon now. Oh, okay. So, yes. But what I would say is if you know, you think the Mandalorians would recruit the Jedi, or if they take over the galaxy, if you think about it, they're gonna run into force sensitive. They're gonna run into either remnants of the Jedi. So they're either they'd either have to like purge the Jedi or they may end up working with them eventually. Because Jedi are still around, they still exist. So I don't think disappear them. I don't think that they would work with the Jedi just because of the simple fact they hate the Jedi. Mandalorians hate that. Their entire armor, everything, the the, all their droids, all their weaponry, everything is based on fighting the Jedi. Yep. That is true, but the enemy of my enemy, if the Sith were coming and they're the bigger, badder evil, and they're threatening the Mandalorian's control, it almost makes sense to go, hey, listen, we don't like you, but we'll work with you to to solve this, you know, problem, solve this threat. You take out the Sith and then turn around and take out the Jedi and then rule the whole galaxy and call it a day. I mean, in canon also, there's there's Tar Vizsla, so there's a Mandalorian Jedi. So what if... All well, he was already dead by this point. Yeah, he was dead by this time. He was dead by this. Right, point. but but because of that that history, you know, you could say, I mean, we've had Mandalorians that are Jedi in the past, so you could almost take that and say, you know, let's forge a new path together. I um I like Chris's point in the chat. He said, I don't know too much about this, but I think they would be a way more extreme version of the Empire, a lot more slavery, and they treat anyone who wasn't Mandalorian like garbage. I I think that's a point I could agree with. I see quite a lot of elitism in particularly in like the older versions well, of Mandalorian, the Mandalorian how it was run. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, um, no. I was done. I think that the Mandalorians because a Mandalorian a lot of the Mandalorians are not from Mandalore. They're adopted family. Right. They're adopted ah. into the Mandalorians. I mean that's like Din is adopted into the Mandalorian. He wasn't he's not a Mandalorian by birth. Same yeah, thing with Django. Django was a foundling also. So are they they're not you just have to kind of get adopted into their into their thing and you have to like ally yourself to whatever house that you're uh, um and you have to you have to you have to show extreme loyalty to that house like they say it you do it you don't question it it does not so, matter through and through i don't Look at me, i don't I'm know learning. i don't know if it would go that way but i do think that maybe it would be I don't know. It's kind of hard because I don't see any. The Mandalorians still didn't give up after they lost the the war. They still kept fighting on. You know, they still went after Mandalore's mask. They still, you know, they kept on. You know, a lot of them turned to bounty hunting and stuff like that because they're just a warrior species. It's just part of their uh, of who they are is being. They're just warriors. So I'm wondering. You know, I think. I don't think that they could have beat the Sith. The Sith Empire was freaking huge, and if it wasn't just for the light side and just, you know, light always overdoes dark, it's just, that's the way it's written. Um, that's the only reason that when the when the Sith came back to fight the um, fight in the, the Sith, um, the Republic Sith Empire War they, that the Sith Empire lost. I, I don't think, I think that if they, if they would have won the war, and they fought, and they, and they, even if they did beat the Galactic Empire or the uh, or the Republic, I think that they would have fought against the Sith. But I do think that they would have lost, which is hard to tell though, because I don't know. The Sith are just way more powerful than the, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 
Your 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 all your armor is based to be the Jedi. Now you get to electrocuting, you know, Mandalorians. They're in metal armor. I mean, that's kind of like a very good conductor. So I just don't see them winning. Can't I think you that, be fried? I think the Sith would 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 have took over. It would just been faster. I think the Sith Empire we would have never had Bane and and the uh, and the Brotherhood of Darkness or any of that stuff. That that stuff would have never happened. I think you. I argue- think you'd have a sorry. Ahead, no, 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 no. I was just going to say, can you then argue that these wars, particularly specifically this one, are almost essential to the, the story of Star Wars as we know it and the history of Star Wars as we understand it? Like, it, it, the way you describe it and talk about it, it seems as if these wars and all of this, it's so essential and necessary despite being horrific. Well, and the biggest thing with the Mandoa culture is that if they could just get along with interfra- like inner, <laughs> like with each other, the thing is, no. The thing is, is each each family went to had a civil war with each other. Oh God! Bizla, Bizla got in, uh, was in a war with um, uh, Jaster Muriel, the Jaster Muriel, and the the uh, can't remember their name. All of a sudden, I was listening to the history of Mandalorians <laughs> yesterday. But if that wouldn't have happened, Jango wouldn't have been popped up. You know, Jango's fan, the Fet, the Fet yeah, farm wouldn't it's... have been attacked. And like, if they could have just coincided with each other and been perfectly fine, I think it would have built Mandalore more. I think it would have been more yeah. powerful and very more technologically advanced. But the inner struggles with families and the inner struggles with trying to be peaceful people instead of the original Mandoa, you know, the tong- uh, the tongs and all that, it would have been a lot more different. But with the struggles, it also, like like you said, Charlie, it did give us the wars that we got. It gave us the history we got. We wouldn't have never gotten Django, which would have never happened with Boba Fett. Bo-Katan would have not been a part of the night mm-hmm. owl she would have been part of the mm-hmm. Kree's family and been royalty the mandalore's mask would have stayed on mandalore and continued to be passed down to from mandalore to mandalore the dark saber would have probably stayed there it wouldn't have been taken by the jedi and shoved in the temple like it's just there's so many before. different things i don't know if that happened the, the dark saber was liberated from the jedi temple during the mandalorian wars but i think that's what previous yeah. says the Vizsla, the Vizsla family went in and they sent a fraction in to go in and sneak into the temple and take it back. And then it turned into the symbol of Mandalore because they couldn't find Mandalore's mask. Well, no, Mandalore had it when he fought Revan. Yeah, and then Revan took the mask and hid it. Well, Revan took the mask and hid it. They don't ever really say what happened to the, the Darksaber. Well, yeah, no, the, so the Jedi, so when I was listening to this history, because this, this guy covered literally, it's like an hour and a half video of just not getting the beginning to Boba Fett's reign as Mandalore. And Mike Zero? No, God, it's not Mike Zero. I wouldn't listen no, to Mike God. Zero. Kyle, what do you take CJ for? A traitor? That is that is that is some maniacal backstabbery to the Mandalore <laughs> the, the Mandoa culture that I would never step on. Yeah, he got a lot of those videos that talk about No, this, this guy this guy literally has taken from comics, has taken from books, uh Nice. Talks with people that are were in the Lucasfilm like industry that thought this and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, I love so, that you go you go in like thorough. Yeah, so the Jedi when they attacked Mandalore uh, in one of the the brigades that they were trying to do found the dark saber and realized that the Mandor the the Mandalorian people don't need it. This is not something. This is a Jedi's weapon, and Vizsla is now gone. Vizsla's long gone. You don't need his lightsaber. We're going to put it in the temple with the rest of the fallen Jedi, like we do with everything. And they did that, and they took it. And later on, 
Vizsla, the Vizsla clan came in, took the lightsaber out during the middle of, uh, of the war from the temple, which I think yeah. is great. But they never discuss it after, because the, the, the Mandalore had it, because it says something in, and I might be mistaken, I might be just talking out my ass at this point, but <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure that Mandalore had it when he was fighting against Revan because it was something about the Clash of Blades or the Clash of Sabres. So that means Mandalore had to have a saber. I don't think it was a saber. I think it was a Beskar spear. I really think it, that's where we get that Beskar spear and how like people find that as a, like that's a Mandalore thing. Uh, because when I was listening to it, it, most of the time people like with this history, cause like I said, I listened, like I've listened to six different videos. I won't, like I said, I won't listen to Mike Zero cause I don't take the credibility for his <laughs> lot of things. Because you can blow smoke, you can blow smoke. No big deal. But <clears throat> where did why, why is it such a thing? Like when somebody's got all Beskar armor and a Beskar staff, that that's a that's a that's Mandalore. Like that's that's the overall hierarchy. Where did that come from? From a Mandalore. One of the Mandalores had a Beskar spear. He was very very good with that spear. Now we have M Mando himself, Din Djarin, with it, and everybody's like, oh god, he's Mandalore. He also got the dark saber too at this point. Mm -hmm. And Garrison, did you guys have any more points to add before we gently shift to sort of news and rumors? Because I could talk about this for hours. I could. Yeah, CJ, I show. can. I can feel him. I can feel him going. So yeah, I'm you just. Gotta, gonna... You got to get now. I just oh. feel like everything. On Mandalorian stuff. I'm a. I'm. I'm Mandalorian armor for the first time. I'm building a Boba Fett. Ooh. The book of Boba Fett version. So yes, I've got my helmet right there. So that's been sitting in the background. So I gotta put a dent in it. It's got a death. Oh. You just gotta bring it real. Oh, okay. Nice. And what's great is actually, if you look inside of the helmet, you can actually, you can't really see it because it gets dark, but there's actually a dent on the inside of the helmet. Oh, cool. Nice. So they really made it authentic like that. Like, oh, they actually... nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. Black series for the win. Garrison, did you have anything more to? Uh, nah, I guess it's all kind nah. of occupants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Is everyone good for news and rumors? Let's do it. I've got, yeah, I've got quite it. a lot to share this week. I do too. I have a couple things. Okay. Oh, I didn't do the what if promo thing. Yo, well. Bye, guys. The news I'll be to it. <laughs> um, does anybody particularly want to go first? Because I'm happy to kick it off. Um, this has been bugging me. It popped up on Twitter a couple of days ago. There is a supposed trailer for a Knights of Ren series that was leaked oh. via Twitter. Um, I've watched it multiple times. It's made on like Unreal Engine and there's elements in there that are from like Lord of the Rings. Thing. So I would like to conclude that it's not real. It's very good, but it's not real. <laughs> and I, I've seen a, a, yeah, I've seen a lot of people sort of uh, backing in, back and forthing about whether it's legitimate or not, but I, I would like to post that it is not. Very exciting, but not quite what we were thinking. Yeah, it looks cool, but it's not real. Not real. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't, Sorry, I don't everyone. Know if it should be real. I don't. I don't know if it no. should be real. I'm gonna learn more about the Knights of Ren, but they're. I think they're gonna kind of explore them a bit in the comics. If anybody follows. Yeah, the, I think yeah. I'd, I'd the I. I think. I think. Yeah. The current comic line going on, which is amazing. Or looks amazing. By the way. I, I loved War of the Bounty Hunters. I thought that was a great one. Sorry, press the wrong button. Um, press the wrong button. I'm sorry. I went to move my notes and I clicked the leave studio and I was like, oh. I've done that before. That's great. I just want to pull up my notes. I can just oh, nice. see you in the private chat. Like, let me in, lol. Please. 
So basically what I've seen from the Knights of Ren series, and you know, this, this isn't the first time that it's been talked about. No. Um, it's, it's, this is not something that, um, Disney has not confirmed or they haven't said anything about it at all. They haven't, this, they haven't said that it's not going to happen, but they haven't said that it is going to happen. They've been pretty silent on it. So there's no telling right at this point. It's just a rumor. There's no real evidence that it is or if it isn't. Disney hasn't. And then um, the, there's actually another one for the Bo-Katan series. Um, and it was a, there was also, I guess, a she on the interview. Now, this is rumored because I haven't seen the interview, so I can't confirm. But she said something about it. And then uh, Ming-Na Wei, when uh, yeah. she said something about it as well, of the Bo-Katan series coming out, she I... tweeted about it, like, more like congratulating yeah, um, I'm totally Christina. okay with more Mandalorian stuff. Just saying. I can quote, it says, Woohoo, thrilled for you, Katie Sackhoff. Congrats, girl. Hashtag Bo-Katan, hashtag Star Wars, hashtag Disney Plus. Before immediately deleting it. And I mean, immediately. So there's two two different points. Like I said, the video of her, uh, of the interview of uh, Christina um, talking about a series or she, she slipped up and said something about a series, but I haven't seen that, so that's just a rumor. But it's kind of questionable because then why would Mean come out and drop that thing? But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a new series. It could have been that she was, you know, that she got signed for the season three of Mandalorian and they were in negotiations yeah. or something. There's so many I hope we get a Bo-Katan series though. Yeah. I would love, I would, I would love a Bo-Katan series. I want to know how she. I have her Funko Pop and I have her Black Series toy. Like, <laughs> I I love anything to do with the Mandalorian culture. It's like one of my favorite cultures. It's got a very Viking well, aesthetic even, and feel to it. They kind of even hint to it in in the Mandalorian. You know, at some point that they gotta go try to get back Mandalore. They gotta oh, go yeah. try to figure out what's going yeah. on with Mandalore. I, I mean, they hinted to it in the thing. So, if if a season or if a series did come out about Bo-Katan and them going after Mandalore, it wouldn't be that big of a surprise to any of us. They talked about it in the Mandalorian. They asked him for the help to go save the planet, which I don't, from my understanding, Mandalore is just junk anyway. Well, but we also know in in the books the Boba Fett books that he is all Mandalore at one point and he is the Mandal and he is the new Mandalore. So And they just canonized all that by him talking about it so, in the book. So um, you know, there there there's I, like to me it's it wouldn't be a big surprise if Bo Katan got her own show. That'd be great. I mean, I'd love to see the Night Owls again. It's just I don't I don't look at it as, you know, like rumored or not rumored. It's kinda like, yeah, if, if like kind of, they already kind of told us that they were gonna do it, kind of. So it's like not really that big of a deal. It's like, oh yeah, it'd be great if they do it. I'd be excited, but it's not, you know, it's not something to get like, oh, it's get, oh, they a whole new series come out. Bo-Katan's getting a whole new series. Like it kind of already told us that, you know, they kind of been hitting to that for a while. So you know, but Kathleen I Kennedy, will... I guess she's she she hasn't made comments, but she at the same time hasn't said anything about either way on either one of them. Basically, both of the things That's came out. Fair. Disney has not replied. Kathleen Kennedy has not replied on either of them. So it's kind of like, I'll oh, just leave everybody in the dark and just let them just keep spreading the rumor. It'll build up hype and we'll see if we're going to do it later or not. 
type yes. of situation. So. Speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, um, both George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy are to receive the 2022 Milestone Award at the 33rd Annual Producers Guild on Friday. The pair have been officially recognised for their contributions to film both individually and collaboratively through Lucasfilm. Very, very well deserved. This award has also been given to people like Walt Disney and Ron Howard, so it's... Ron Howard's been in the game for a very long time. Like, damn straight. It makes it makes sense. Like, Ron Howard's been in movies since American Graffiti, and even before that, he was on TV shows. Both of them, especially George, definitely, I feel like, deserved the recognition. I think that's so, so wonderful. Yeah. Oh. What kind of saddens me a little bit is, you know, that George just doesn't care about none of this stuff no more. There's a reason he he wants to just live his life now. He's like, I did all, I did everything. He's done. He's done, and they keep offering him these awards, and they keep, they keep, it's like they keep drawing him back in. He's like, damn, just leave me the hell alone. I'm done. Just leave me alone. I, I did all the greatness it, I'm that I'm going to do. They just leave me alone, and they keep sucking him back in for interviews and giving him all these awards, and he's just like, damn it, just leave me the hell alone, man. I'm great. I know I'm great. Leave me the hell alone. And it just, it just kind of makes me sad. Like, leave the guy alone, man. He created the most awesome thing ever. He wants to chill now. Let him chill. He's sitting back drinking margaritas and chilling on his giant ranch. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't, he don't care about none of this stuff no more. He Take did a all ride his around work. Ewok Lake. That's still crazy that they named it Lake. I know. Ewok Lake. I know. It's better than it's better than Lake Jar Jar. True. Um, I also have to talk about, because this has been going a bit viral on Twitter, um, one of Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriends came out and said that he forced uh, her to watch... Did you want this is, one? No, is this real? Yes. Yes, this is this is legit. It, this is actually real. Yes. Like Jonah Hill one thought this was like... That him and Leo I thought this was a joke. No, no oh, one of his real. ex-girlfriends came out and said that Leonardo DiCaprio forced her to watch all of the Star Wars films whilst he ran around swinging his lightsabers around, recreating the fight scenes, and she Bro, said she had this horrible is like, time and would never do it again. And Jonah Did Hill I just become around. best friends with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, uh-huh. me too. And Jonah Hill turned around and even confirmed it and said, yeah, I yes. watched him with him while we were doing Wolf of Wall Street and I didn't understand it. Like, I, I don't yeah. get it. And it's like, man, you, of course you don't get it, but of course I just, Leo made you watch them with you while filming a movie. He's the world's most eligible, handsome and rich bachelor. And that's what he chooses to do with his dates. Where can I, where can I sign up? Where, hello? Bro. Hello. <laughs> if you ever want to switch to guys, I'm here. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Sydney. <laughs> hey, Leo. <laughs> How you doing, Leo? How you doing? How are you doing? Oh my goodness. Okay, I have a couple things. Go ahead, CJ. Uh, David Wolvington, the creator of the Dathomir and the Night Sisters, has passed away at 64 today. Uh, all, he was on today, this morning. Yep, this morning. Oh, that's May he rest in peace. Um, he was the writer of the courtship in Princess Leia, which influenced a lot about oh. the Dath- about Dathomir itself and the Night Sisters. Um, may he rest in peace. Um, the Wolvington family, I send my condolences. LSR, I believe, would send their condolences also. That's very young. It's very sad. Um, on a lighter note, Daniel Logan could be. A, uh, he's he's hinting at a larger role in the book of Boba Fett flashbacks. He's been posting a lot of photos on the Instagram of his face on Camino and the he's face is leading the and people will comment and he'll he'll be like, oh, just give it a chance. Just wait. Like you, you'll just wait kind of stuff. And it's like, really, bro, just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> like, we, like, come on. 
Everyone is getting so overexcited. It's kind of adorable. Garrison, do you have any news this week? No, I just saw that Leonardo DiCaprio one, but I didn't know if it was real or not. It's oh, so good you. to know that it's actually real. I didn't believe yeah. it until I Jonah Hill confirmed it. Was it. A joke. Like the fact that Jonah Hill turned around <laughs> after that came out, it was like, I yeah, it was like we satire. watched it. No. No. I laughed I mean, so hard least... when Jonah Hill was like, yeah, dude, we watched it during Wolf of Wall Street. And like, I was like, wow. Okay. At least that's what he's being exposed for rather than something horrible and terrible. Like, I appreciate that he's just a big Star Wars kid. He's just a big nerd. I love he's that just he's a big nerd. <laughs> oh, I want to have lightsabers, Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know. Like, like, oh, he's he's like, got a huge part, like legacy one, or does he have like a NeoPixel? Oh, he's a NeoPixel guy. He wants to clash. He wants to I, actually fight. I would yes. love to see Leonardo DiCaprio bring out a NeoPixel. That'd be great. But I would love to see him at a Star Wars premiere do it. Oh, that would yes. be amazing. I also think that he's got like a full collection of like the OG lightsabers. Like the. Oh, yeah. He's got all the helmets. He's got his own yeah, like room. He probably got the authentic lightsabers, like from the, the yeah. actual set <laughs> things. He probably don't buy. He got the money. Yeah. Oh yeah. He got the real ones. He, he, he probably, don't have. He probably hits up George like, hey, you got anything you want to get rid of out of out of Lucas Ranch? Anything I mean, you don't really money, necessarily so. like? Anything that doesn't go to Rancho Obi Wan comes to me. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, that man can walk in there and pick whatever he wants. <laughs> oh, I bet you he could, though. I bet you George is like, yeah, take it all. Just take it. Leo's like, I want it. I've got it. <laughs> is it time for me to do the quiz? So oh, hold up, I got one. So this oh, just okay. popped up not too long ago, but I guess uh, Mr. Morrison is speaking out about the book of Boba Fett, and he said one of the problems that he has is that Boba, uh, Boba, Boba, uh, Boba talks too much. Uh-oh. That's something he says. He he he, he says uh, my character talks too much, and he he's a bounty hunter. Why is he talking so much? <laughs> and he said he could see uh, from what I'm reading right here. This came out on ComicBookTV.com 14 hours ago. But basically, he's saying that he sees why the fans are a little upset. Just wait. That's what he said. He said, I see why the fans That's are a little bit upset, but just wait. So, I like that okay. he's like, hey, I get, I get that you guys are upset, but hold on. There's, there's, you'll, you'll get it. Which I'm happy Dude, because I'm... Tamara, so I was watching interviews with him. He is brutally honest and it's very hard to like, for him to answer questions without trying to give something away. He is literally <laughs> the Tom Holland in the Star Wars no universe. He's such a chill guy too. Like he's so like, just, just go with the flow, just chill. I'm like sitting here looking at the the interview, and I'm like, man, why does he look so serious? Jesus, man, he looks serious as hell. Like, damn, like you scared me. Like I'm scared to watch you. Right. Put back on the helmet, so I ain't so scared. Like you're scarier than Boba Fett. Like I said, I was watching. Like, so they they did uh they did videos of their reactions after the episodes. They've done like three of them so far, and they have Finn. They have Mignawen and Tamara talking about the episode and what they think about it. And the guy's like trying to be tr- tricky with questions, kind of like Kyle was when Mignon was on there. Like he's kind of just like trying to tiptoe around and get the answer that he wants without directly asking the question. And Mignon's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to pay attention to this one. He's a little slick. And Tamara's like, oh man, I would have told him. Like, <laughs> nice catch. And it's like, you're the Tom Holland of Star Wars. Stop. I think, I think he would sit there and tell us the plot of the entire show, episodes one to seven, and not even take a breath. Like it wouldn't oh, yeah, no. him. It wouldn't phase him. He wouldn't even blink. It would just be. 
I love how you can tell he's having so much fun on the show. Just, oh, yeah. just the way he's like smiling. He's having so a good time. Fun. He's having the time of his life. Like a panther. Like a panther. I still can't believe I said that to her. <laughs> like I'm looking wow. at her. Like, I, can't, I can't believe I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was, hey, I was delirious. Was like, I <laughs> I hey, you were just excited. Come on. I was excited because I was I like, holy so. crap. <laughs> you know, Are it we... is what it is, but it was, yeah, I was, I was a little bit, I, I was we, a little bit nervous and sick. So. We were so excited for you. It, it, it was fun. Right. I want to do the quiz. All right, go to the quiz. Let's do the quiz. As every... Well, now you insufferable want rats. It's time for Charlie's impossible quiz. I didn't even do it this time. How'd you cut yourself off? Yeah, I cut myself off. I agree. <laughs> I was about to run the hell out of here. That's what I was at. Um, as soon as you hit that button, I was gone. Dylan, I'm sure you're aware. Please yeah. stick your hand up if you have an answer, and I will get to you as quickly as I can. Question ready. number one. Yeah, get the Google ready. Question number oh, one. Oh, Google it. What... <laughs> hey, my hands are back here. My hands are here. I wish to see everyone's hand, nice hands, please. Um, question number one. What real life item is seen in the hands of Qui-Gon Jinn in The Phantom Menace? The Dylan? Razor. It's a razor. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what make it is? It is, I know it's a woman's razor. Gillette. Yes. Gillette, it's, yeah, it's a Gillette women's razor. Yeah. My mom actually has one. And oh, I remember damn. Seeing it. I remember seeing it, I was just like, no way! Like, like, how does my mom Yeah, so the communicator that he's holding when he's speaking to like the oh. ship Obi Wan, it's a Gillette lady shave. Ah, oh. neat. It is a cool. Yeah, it is a cool. What was that sentence? Let me try again. Question number two: <laughs> What character in the Star Wars universe was responsible for George Lucas being served a lawsuit? CJ? Jar Jar Binks. Damn it! I'm just no. <laughs> Kyle. Uh, Samuel Jackson. No. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that came out no. like a few times. He was getting sued for something. No one got any guesses. I, I got no idea. Dylan, have a guess. Have a guess. Have a guess. Um, I was gonna guess Jar Jar, but um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's I a no smart idea. one. So, um, I'm gonna post an article about this in the group chat, so it's a little bit easier to understand. Cause it's a bit complicated. Um. R2-D2, Universal Studios tried to pose a lawsuit stating that R2-D2's design was stolen from their film Silent Running. Oh, but sure. Fox very, very, very quickly countersued and said there were no similarities between the two of them at all, and it was all dealt with very quickly. But yes, R2-D2 was the reason George got handed a lawsuit. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, I remember seeing something about that the other day, so... Of course, it's R2, the most violent droid, mm -hmm. other than Yeah, the most, the most terrible <laughs> character ever. Punching Question number three. In Return of the Jedi, which character has a famous wardrobe malfunction still visible on VHS copies? Garrison, your face. Kyle. Leia. No. It's CJ? A... Is it the Twi'lek dancer from Jabba's Palace? It is. It is the Twi'lek yeah! dancer in Jabba's Palace. On the VHS copies, you can see her, the green Ula. You can see her dancing and her boobs just everywhere fall out oh, man yep. why don't i have that copy no more man i got rid of all my vhs's i should have kept that i've got one on the shelf <laughs> <laughs> but yeah question number four who owns the copyright for the stormtrooper design who owns the copyright hmm? ralph no. no good guess it should be though it should be ralph 
Disney now. Lucasfilm LTD. No. <laughs> oh, is it the Ainsworth guy? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. That was a Supreme Court case in the UK. It was indeed. Yes. I. The, yeah. There's an article in the group chat that breaks. It was like a five-year legal battle that breaks it down, but it's so complicated. But yeah, a, a gentleman called. Where did my question this go? Andrew Ainsworth, after five years of battle with Lucasfilm, owns the copyright for the Stormtrooper design, which is why you see it reproduced in so many places. Like you see like decanters and hot sauce bottles and with the exact Stormtrooper design because the copyright isn't owned by Disney. Hmm. more you know. That's yeah. Neat. Question number five. Wit, uh, bleh, what did actor Ahmed Best recommend George Lucas do with Jar Jar during development for Revenge of the Sith? Kill him. Yeah, straight kill him. <laughs> you have him, have him slain by Sidious. No, if, if nobody gets the exact scenario, then I'm going to give the point to Kyle because he was the first one who was closest. But there was a Killed very, very specific... by the Fallen Senate? Uh, CJ, that point is yours. Yes. Ahmed Best, who if people didn't know plays Jar Jar Binks, wanted Anakin to hack Jar Jar to pieces in Revenge of the Sith. That is what he oh. wanted. That would have been great. That actually is a good idea. Yeah. yeah I gotta this is your that. fault. That would have made a lot of fans well, very, very happy. We're not even yeah. whack him. Just like force him like against the wall and just like until he dies. You know oh, no, I mean? no, 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 no. Really Ahmed wanted Jar Jar to cut in two pieces like deli meat. I'm just saying for the good of the movie just beat the beat the character to crap like just let Anakin go full anger on the guy yeah whether it's hacking yeah, him like or joking him slamming well, him well, I wonder what he did to Octomar just like a 10 minute scene of him beating yeah. the shit out of him I want it bloody I want it gory I want it violent <laughs> I want that scene to make it rated R. Just that scene alone will make yes. it rated R, and I want that. Yes. Question number six. Who did Andy Serkis base Snoke's mannerisms on? The Gollum. No. One of the apes from Planet of the Apes. No. <laughs> you are you are also way off. This is hilarious. Um, is it a, hey, it, okay, hey, let me ask you. Can I it, ask a hold question? On. Wait. He's got like go ahead, Carl, go ahead. Is it another? Is it? Are we? Are we talking about another character in another movie or something like that? I can't tell you. I want to know what Garrison's answer is. I think he's got the whole robe thing going on. So I'm gonna go with Hugh Hefner. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, yes. Let's go, Amazing. Oh. <laughs> ding 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 ding. That literally, because when I first saw him, I thought that's like a Hugh Hefner Sith Lord. Wow. Well, I'm surprised that actually was Perfect. inspiration. Yes, Andy That's Serkis. That's what he reminded me of. The OG, the founder of Playboy himself, Hugh Hefner, to inspire Snoke's wow. mannerisms. <laughs> you're a you're a different breed. You are. <laughs> you, damn. Hey, hey, I recognize my hero anywhere. I'm just kidding. Nothing. Nothing will be worse than me knowing how many times Darth Maul blinks. That's fair. That was question. Creepy. <laughs> that was creepy. Question number seven. Um, I wish we should just end now. Like, that was a great. No, question number seven. What was Black Chrysanthemum's working name during the script writing for Book of Boba Fett? It's, uh... <laughs> they just eliminated the black off of it. That's no. all they did. What? No. I just listened to a thing. I, I had to say this the other day. No. I'm blinking right now. Chewbacca. I'm just saying it. Chewie. Uh, it's something like... Caesar. What did you say? It's like the a dog or something like that. 
No, I'm actually going to give the point to CJ because the answer is new backer. Oh, yes. come on. Wait, That's geez. so different. No. <laughs> that was the other day. I have That's three times. That's great. totally different. That, that does not count. <laughs> That's awesome. I, am... I know that I was just uh, listening to something. I was reading something that had to do with they're actually, <laughs> they're going to eliminate the black off the front of his name yes, from now Yes, they are. They are. But the yeah, his, um, his, his, his working title was new backer. Why are they taking the black off over there? I don't know. Somebody yeah, complained. Because somebody's being sensitive and needs to stop. It's bad enough I mean, that Tamara Morrison already confirmed that they're not calling it Slave One. They're going to call it the Fire Spray. Uh, question. It's Slave One. Question number eight, you monsters. Where were Luke and Leia born? Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yes. Damn you. Where is he, dude? They were born on a medical station in the asteroid field of Polis Amasa. Good win. Good, good catch, though. Scary as you were, you were right on it, man. I, I can't be mad at that. Damn. Question number nine. Zero the Hutt was rated as the worst Clone Wars character of all time, but who killed him? Oh. Dylan? Slice noodles. Yes. <laughs> Our favorite independent jizz musician, singer extraordinaire, shot him in the chest. Wow. With his, with his feet. With his feet. Huh? We didn't even mention just that the the snout with the lips just the, it's giving me it's giving me Lady Gremlin vibes. Yeah, not too okay. much. Okay. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> Zero the Hut was raised. Oh, was man, rated. Oh, if Zero I heard the, the question, was... I'd have got that right off the bat. Yeah, That's Zero one of the my favorite scenes. The worst. Who killed him? <laughs> Question number 10. Which actor caused $150,000 of additional production costs on The Phantom Menace? CJ? Liam Neeson. Yes. I already yeah, know that. That sounds about right. I know, I, know, I know all the problems that he's got. The height, he couldn't get yep. through doors very well. Yep, um, they had to clothing redo was every difficult. single doorway. Wait a minute, wasn't they this already to... one of our questions? No, 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 no. it was... Who, who went missing during a rainstorm during episode yeah. one? Yeah, Liam go Neeson back and also went episode. missing. I'm pretty sure you asked this question before. No, 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 no. Liam Neeson got lost in a rainstorm during the filming of Phantom Menace. And that was my question. Who got lost during a thunderstorm? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that you asked this question in like one of the first nope. three episodes. Nope. <laughs> I know, I have them all written down and I double check. Charlie's like, got no. a list. <laughs> it's just like question. you them off as it answered. I do. Question number 11. Why did George Lucas create jizz music? Uh, so he could have music, a show. <laughs> no, that way he can create And his he couldn't use nobody music. else's music because it would have been copywritten. So he had to create nope. his own. No, there's a, a really weirdly specific reason. Because he wanted George his own Lucas. genre of music. <laughs> no guesses? Nope. So, during the filming of the cantina scene, George was horribly dissatisfied with the quality of the costuming and the style of the shots that he was putting together. He added the cantina band in post-production and along with the jizz music that he asked John Williams to compose separately. So it was added at a much later date because he just wasn't happy with how the scene was fitting together. So he came up with the concept of jizz, a jizz band, and yeah. Some don't want like, to it makes it Yeah, it makes like perfect sense. It really does. Our final question, our final question, question number 12. Where in Empire Strikes Back do we see Boba Fett's face? Ooh, oh, oh, Dylan? Oh. He's, one of the, he's one of the Imperial officers. He's the one that's carting Leia away. Damn you! Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. yeah, Damn you! Yeah. I watched Under the Helmet last night, so. Dylan, you won! Barely. 
CJ and I had Him and I were going back and forth on this. This question right here was the tiebreaker, and I wanted that. Damn you! I got to be quick with it. What's going on, Fig Fury? Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. You've just yeah. missed the quiz. It's the best bit. Um, that was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Dylan, you did amazingly. I am so proud. 10 out of 10. Thank you, guys. I love being here. And you back yes. up. You back up your answers. That's the cool part. Yes, it's you like, do. You do. Uh, when you're in the chat, we all swear a lot of these people are Googling, man. You you, you got the knowledge in your no. head. We love it. No, I, I, I don't Google. I, I try my best to, to not. Like, if I don't know something, I will, I'm genuinely as surprised as everybody else. So, And it's tough because some of these, like, I know them. And a lot of times I'll just try to get it out. Even if I don't know 100%, I'll try to get close. That's fair. Garrison, you with that Hugh Hefner, like I can't. <laughs> are you, Once a week, are somebody's you, got something. Are you like hacking my computer and looking at the answers? Are you no, reading my no. mind? Like because <laughs> I swear, like ask my friends. We literally talked about how he looks kind of like Hugh Hefner in his robe, just like sitting on the chair. Like yeah. I don't know. I, he just always reminded me of Hugh Hefner, so I said it as more <laughs> of like a joke one. Oh my without god. Without thinking that it would actually be right. That's awesome. That's yeah, now, that my now that I have that in my head, I can definitely see it. <laughs> just the yeah. way he's perched when the lightsaber is just like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll do this thing. Totally. And just the arrogance of him sitting there, like, you can't touch yeah. this. Like, exactly. Oh, you can look, but you can't touch. And like his robe and everything. It's just. Yeah, the gold and the. Yeah, the golden robe. Yeah. Damn. Yes, bro. I, this is getting Star tough. Wars for life and stuff. I think it may possibly be time to wrap up and say goodbye. I have had an absolutely incredible show this week, Dylan. I cannot thank you enough for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure to get to spend some time with you and pick your brains about Star Wars. Thank you so much for joining us and the crew. We're so, so grateful. It's been amazing. Amazing. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. So if anybody wants to look, I actually have just started my own podcast. Yes. Called, it is called the Under the Helmet Podcast. If you type in Under the Helmet Podcast on YouTube, it should be the first thing that comes up. I'm also on Instagram with a Under the Helmet page, but I also run my own cosplay page called Dylan Just Cosplays. So definitely come check me out, guys. He's amazing. He's a really, really good cosplayer. Absolutely 10 out of 10. Can't wait to put the Boa Fett together. It's going to be a process. Yes. I'll post the process because I just got my EVA phone yesterday. So slowly Sweet. but surely. Nice. Thank you, anyway, everybody. Thank you for having me. This is great. You are Absolutely so, so welcome. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the chat. It has been a pleasure to catch up with everybody and have, have some fun and have some laughs. And as always, be kind, be safe. And from everybody here at Lightsaber Radio and Under the Helmet Podcast, may the force be with you always. Oh, my, my bad. I, I wasn't ready again. Nah. I, I, I'm sucking at doing this. Where's man. the button? Hit the button. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to LSR. If you enjoyed the show, consider subscribing so you can be notified when new episodes are released. If you would like to be a guest on the show or just want to give us some feedback, feel free to email us. You can also reach out to us on all major social media platforms. They're linked in the show notes below. Lightsaber Radio is produced by Pick Film Media and is a Swaycast original, starring Charlie Harwood, Garrison Turcott, CJ Elliott, and Carl McDaniel. And don't forget to join us next time for more adventures in a galaxy far, far away.